Welcome to episode 23 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. I am Scott Sturman, and I'm joined by Matt Deitch, and today our special guest, Greg Vance. Greg, Matt, how are you guys doing? I'm doing great, and I appreciate you guys uh, bringing me on this show, and, and I'm looking forward to to hanging out with you guys for the night and talking about fishing. It's my favorite thing, so. Right on. We're glad to have you here. I mean, up in northwest Iowa, you're a northeast Iowa guy, so kind of fun to get you to travel over this way. Yeah. Yeah, it's only about five hours for me, so it's really not too far, but um, it's just... I suppose in the scope of things, <laughs> yeah. where you travel, where you tra- you're probably yeah. used to long travel things, and it's five actually- hours just probably isn't too bad. No, it's it's. I would say it's one of my shorter distances I'm traveling this year. Um, it's Man, I, I like coming to this lake. Uh, this is my third time here, and I've been here, coming here uh, for a couple state tournaments and stuff. Um, but man, it, it's a cool lake, especially in the springtime. A lot of big fish swimming around, oh, they're yeah. moving up, ready, ready to spawn, and, and it's go time. So. Yeah, it's about to go off, that's for sure. So, we, we, we're here on location, on, on East, location. <laughs> East, Okobo, East Lake Okoboji today. Yep, and you've been pre-fishing up here because you've got a tournament this weekend here, yep. uh, barring the weather, but uh, uh, what's your tournament this weekend that you're going to be doing? Uh, we got an Iowa Bass Nation Team Trail tournament, um, it's on Sunday, and I'm practicing. I've been came came up yesterday afternoon, started practicing. Um, basically, I'm not sure exactly how many boats will be in it. My guess is 25 to 30 or so. But it's a qualification tournament. So Iowa Bass Nation puts on uh, two different divisions. There's two tournaments per division, and top uh, points team qualifies for a championship, uh, whether it's down in Florida, Alabama, wherever they decide to hold it. Um, and then it's a it's a way to qualify for the classic. It's the final. Uh, birth into the Bassmaster Classic for the next season. So that's that's the ultimate goal is to try to make that, but this is the first step. So you, you've been in a Classic before. 2016, you qualified for the Bassmaster Classic, and that was held on... Grand Lake, right? Yep, Grand Lake in, in 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how did you... In, uh, you're relatively young. I mean, I guess yep. you could say in the game, what are you, when you were, what, 21 when you qualified for the 21 classic? when I qualified. Um, just turned 25 here in March, so it's been a couple years. But, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it it was just an unbelievable experience. Um, to be honest, when I first started fishing terms was in 2010. And the very first tournament to qualify for the classic was here on Okaboji, which is kind of a memorable deal. Memorable, memorable deal. Um, so... It was, you know, it was a first state tournament. We had two state tournaments, a spring and a fall, and we had a national turn or a regional tournament, and that following summer, and then a national tournament that following fall, in order to make the classic. And uh, it was cool to come here, and, and you had to be top ten in points. I, I think I finished in eighth coming out of this tournament, and uh, went on to the river, did good at the river, qualified for regionals, did good at regionals, uh, ended up winning the state, and that put, put me into nationals, and then. Uh, the format's a little different now to qualify through the nation. Um, back when I qualified, it was top guy per division, and there were six divisions, and I was the northern division winner. So that was, uh, you know, Iowa, Wisconsin, Illinois, Nebraska, Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, all those upper states. Um, so I had to beat all those state champions from that, and I was down the Washita River, and I uh, ended up winning that, and that, that's what qualified me for the classics. So. Who, who was the guy when you got to the Classic that, like, when you saw him, it was like, oh, baby, like, I, I made it? The the very first person that I really saw, I mean, I had, you know, pictured in my head, like, some of my idols growing up, um, but the very first morning of practice, I remember I got to the ramp, like, an hour before light, just 
just pumped, ready to go. <laughs> Sat in my truck, and I'm sitting there, and it's still pitch black. And all of a sudden, Skeet Reese rolls in with his big truck. <laughs> yep. And I'm in this tiny little boat ramp. I mean, gravel parking lot, gravel boat ramp. And I didn't think anybody knew about it, you know. So I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, Skeet Reese rolls up. And he must have had his uh, dad or someone with him, an older guy. And dropped him in the water. And Skeet Reese sat in the water. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll put my boat in, too. <laughs> yep. So I went and sat. And we power pulled next to each other, had a small conversation, and got light enough and started practicing that morning. But, uh uh, that was pretty cool to see just because you see these guys on TV and then bang you're fishing against them um, My idol though is Ike Canelli. Um He's just just a super cool guy uh, a lot of people don't like him because of his personality or whatever But I think he's he's great for the sport and he's fun to watch and, and he's fun He's just hilarious. We were, we were just talking about that on the way over here We were talking about some of the guys that are like, you know on the different series and like which ones it's like Oh, you love seeing this guy do well and this guy it's like I think I made the comment if I saw him out on the water with his boat broke down, I don't know if I would tow him back in. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, Iconelli is one of those guys that it's just kind of like you see how his persona is on TV, and he's kind of a love him or hate him guy. You and, can't deny his passion. Right. I mean, he's, that, not at all. And yeah. I, I think a lot of times with him, he's, he's way different off the water than he is like when you see him in front of a camera and all that. I think I, I met him out at lacrosse one year when we were out there for watching the Elite Series, and... I mean, he sat and talked with us, took pictures, and, yeah, he seemed like a really super cool dude. No, you're, you're exactly right. Um, it was cool because during the Classic Week, you know, we had a couple of days of practice, and then we'd have a day where we had to do media stuff, you know, talk to companies, you know, about what we are going to do for the tournament, blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, it was really cool. We got to do a uh, uh, Children's Hospital Day as well. So I got to do that with Kevin Van Dam. Um and so it was really cool <laughs> to, to see him. And, and the, the other really cool thing was is we all drew boat numbers, and my boat was number four and his boat was number five. So that was our takeoff order for the Classic, the first day of the Classic, and then the second day. Um, so it was cool because our boats were parked next to each other all week long yeah. in the boatyard. So when he was rigging tackle, I'm rigging tackle, parked right next right. to him. So oh, we had man. conversations on and off. Um, but couple years ago like several years ago i guess i'd have been like seventh eighth grade my cousin got leukemia and uh he's he's thank god he's alive right now but during that process when he had leukemia he had a make-a-wish foundation and his make-a-wish was to fish with kevin van dam so like a year or so went by and he got his his wish granted and he got to go fishing with kvd and so uh the cool story is is when they were fishing the elite event down in Fort Madison, Iowa, which was several years ago. I think yeah. that was like 2008 or 2009. Yeah, it was, uh, it was long. Uh, my aunt and uncle have a motorhome, and they said, hey, do you want to come and watch the elite event with us? Because they knew I loved to fish, and said, yeah, absolutely. So we went down for a couple of days and watched the whole event. And after they had done the Make-A-Wish, they kind of became friends with the Van Dams, and they came and ate dinner with us at a local campground. They spent five hours with us just talking, hanging out. The family, the whole family came. And uh, that's kind of how I, I got to meet Kevin in the first place. So okay, when I qualified so. for the Classic, he remembered me through all that. Uh, my aunt made pillowcases for the Children's Hospital thing. Uh, we went over and did that, spent the whole day with him. And, and uh, it, it's been cool. I got his phone number in my phone, and I've texted him, and he responds to me every time. And he's just he's just another awesome Awesome guys. No, he's not calling him right now. <laughs> get him on. Get him on the him air on. right now. Prove God. It. <laughs> it, it's crazy. I mean, we talk about this all the time. And we, like you said, 
we see these guys on TV, you see them online, and you know we kind of put them bigger than their persona, and they're just normal guys like us that just love fishing, and they'll talk to anybody that mm-hmm. really wants to come up and do yep. it. I mean, no, you're right. They they pull their pants up the same way we do. They just they're just better fishermen in yep. a way, and uh, you know that's that's who I'm trying to become yep. in the end. And, and it's just it's it's all a process. I mean, it takes a long time to get good at fishing, especially you know the hundreds of lakes literally that you guys fish and and that they fish and it's years and years of getting perfecting a craft and nobody i mean kvd is the best there ever was um maybe nobody will ever be as good as him but nobody's perfect at fishing it just doesn't happen yep everyone's got Um, their off day yep yep so that's just something i've learned you know the last couple years fishing tournaments is you're gonna have your bad tournaments you're gonna have your good tournaments but the ones that are bad you gotta learn you know what did I do wrong or what can I do the next time or, you know, figure out something that, you know, maybe will work for the next time you're there. So, right. you know, you always got to find something positive in the bad outcomes. And yeah. that's just what I try to do. So all, out of all the lakes that you've been, you know, fishing in tournaments, what what's the one that that's your favorite? Well, if it wasn't for this past tournament on uh, my first open this year to Bend, uh, Toledo Bend, I, uh, I had a tournament there last year, and it was just, it was a heck of a lot of fun. I was throwing a swim jig um, in the trees, flooded timber, and I was just cracking them. Um, had 20, 20 plus pounds a couple days in practice, and had a couple really good days in the tournament, 20 plus pounds, and I thought I was on top of the world, you know, that time. Ended up having a really good tournament. I think I ended up fourth out of 190 in a regional tournament, um, but didn't make it didn't make it to nationals but had an open there the same it was a week different this year and i'm like i'm gonna do the same thing and wreck them and i was wrong i <laughs> went to the same areas and i couldn't get bites so i had to kind of you know restructure my game plan try to come up with something and uh just didn't work out you know that's just uh that lake changes a lot just like any other body water but you know growing up fishing the mississippi river i'd have to say that's probably one of my you know favorite bodies of water and, and yeah i fish a lot of tournaments you know a lot of big tournaments don't come there but this is gonna be the first year where an open you yep. my style you know the level right now that i'm fishing i get to go and fish yep. the river so it's gonna be right in my backyard right in my wheelhouse so we'll see what happens um you know you never know sometimes uh fishing your home body water could be a curse at the same time yep. yeah yeah wasn't for rot the foe yeah <laughs> wasn't for rot so nope. well, you're fishing the bass opens the central or is, are they just all one nope like, there's there's the two divisions yep. now right an eastern and a central division and you're yep. fishing all the central ones. i'm fishing all the centrals um you've I've, had two i've had two so, so far uh yeah. the first one was at toledo bend i think uh man i bombed that one i think i ended up in like a hunter someplace. Um, then the second one was at Smith Lake, and that's an awesome lake too. That was a lot of fun. I had had a really unbelievable practice. I, I mean, I was catching them every day. Thought I had a game plan figured out. Um, crazy thing. I mean, I was throwing a spinner bait in slick, calm, sunny day water, and I was just cracking them. And it was like it was the weirdest thing ever. And and then the weather changed, and it became overcast, cloudy. And windy, I'm like that. It's just gonna get better, yeah, right? It's like, yeah, it's gonna and it was a complete now. opposite. I couldn't get nothing on a spinner bait, um, but you, you know, it's just one of the things. Things changed, and yeah. I wasn't able to adjust in time. And I mean, I still caught a limit both days. I think I ended up in 60th or whatever out of 190. So, yeah. you know, 
upper third, I would say, but it's not where I want to be. You know, I yeah. got to be, you know, my goal is to be in the top 20 every year, no doubt, um, or if not win it. But, you know, that's the first step is getting yourself there. So. And you can qualify for the Elite Series through the Opens, the point standings at the end of the yep. year, correct? What do they take usually yeah. about, like, so, the top? Yeah, it's right now um, it's a top five in points. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's top five in points overall. And then if you win one, you're guaranteed to fish the classic. So yep. they last year they didn't have that, but they changed it back this year. So if you do win one, so I still have oh, two more cool. chances yeah. uh, to make it to make it there again. Um, you know, if I have two really good, awesome tournaments, you know, top ten finishes, there's a slight chance I could possibly make a top five and make the elite series. Um, but in a long shot, in all reality, I probably won't make it this year. Um, but that's still. The, the end goal is still yep. there is to make it so i'm just going to keep doing this as as long as it's going to take me to get there and if i don't ever make it i don't ever make it but um go down swinging I was that's, say, I mean, not, that's not right I, I, yeah that's right so and yeah so the next one is the one at lacrosse yep okay august august the august, first weekend of yep. august first second third of august so I still haven't heard if I I I got in late to the game to try to get in as co-angler. Okay. So I'm on the waiting list yet. Yeah. Still haven't got that email. Wouldn't that be insane? <laughs> you know, you guys get it's, paired up. Uh, yeah. You never know. Oh, yeah, that'd be crazy. It could, I don't know uh, if they'll let two Iowa guys in the boat. Because the <laughs> I know it's gonna it's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> no. That'd be awesome if it. I mean. It, there's a good chance. There's definitely a good chance. Oh, yeah. So, so that is the the end goal. I mean, when you mm-hmm. when you started into this, I mean, it was I want to make the elite series. Yep. That's it. And and yeah, if if you would happen to get the chance, you know, down the road, are, are you an MLF guy? Are you a bass guy? FLW guy? Like, um, what, where's your? I to be honest, I'm I'm kind of right now stuck with bass just because it's what I've been doing. Um, this whole MLF thing is, is new and I think it's great for the sport. Um, but I've definitely heard some ups and downs about it. Um, my personal opinion, I, I, I have the same feelings. I think it's awesome. And I think it's kind of, and it's whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. at the same time. Um, it's definitely changed the sport, no doubt. And I, I think it's changed for the better. I have nothing against FLW. I think they're a great organization as well. I just have never fished any of their tournaments. Um, I've stuck with bass. It, I qualify for the classic and that's, where I want to get to again, you know, yep. that's the tournament that sparks the fire under your butt and says, Hey, keep going and try to make this again. So that's what I'm trying to do is qualify for that again and qualify for the elite series. Um, ever since I was a kid, that's all I wanted to do is fish the elite series, you know, fish the Kevin Van Dams and the Ike yeah. and the Skeet Reese's fish against them someday. Um, they're not long, they're no longer there with bass, but they're still amazing anglers in that. And, like I said, you know, MLF guys, FLW tour guys, and Bass Elite guys, they're, they're no doubt the best in the yeah. world. And to be able to qualify for that and compete against some guys at that level, you know, that would be an ultimate dream of mine. So, yeah, that's, like you said, that's the ultimate goal for me is to qualify for the elites. And who knows, maybe maybe something will happen with MLF where, you know, there will be a way for a guy like myself to qualify. And right now I don't think there is, but I think they are working on something um, from – from what I've heard from some buddies at yep. Fish Elite Series, um, they got something coming out, but it might not be for a couple years yet. So, and it's it's interesting, and we've talked about this before too. It's nice, like you said, having that another kind of big organization in the bass fishing world because 
it's opened up a lot of doors for a lot of guys that have always kind of been right on that cusp of getting into the Elite Series or getting on the FLW Tour. Well, now when some of these guys left it, now all of a sudden these guys come in. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and they're having great success, a lot of those guys are this year. And, yep. we, we talked about this on the way over, too. You know, there's more than 150 great sticks in, oh, yeah. in the United States and Canada and whatever. Oh, yeah. You know, this year they had a guy from Italy fish the Classic. And, mm-hmm. yeah, you know when you can open it up to 300 people in, mm-hmm. instead of 150 it is it is the best and i think bass took a look you know like hey we need to we need to you know up our ante a little bit too and treat these anglers a little bit better and and I, yep. yeah it it is worked out best for for everyone but I think deep down, me and Matt are both bass guys. Yeah. Yeah. I, I told him on the way over here, I, I asked him, would you rather go out and catch 31-pound bass or five bass that weigh 30 pounds? Yep. It's just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's yep. fun catching fish, but hooking into a big one is oh, yeah. pretty fun. I just, like to, I just like the whole format of, you know, fish for your best five and yep. bring them to weigh-ins. I want to yeah, see but... what they weigh on the scale. You know, I want to see what other guys have. You know, that's, that's the fun about it. Um, you know, I don't get me wrong. I love catching fish, regardless of the size. But yeah. you know, when you're catching, you know, four to five, six pounders, you know, in tournaments, there's nothing that gets my blood pumping more than that. You know, getting one in the boat and throw it in your box, and knowing you have a big one, you know, coming back to Wayne's with you. And that was even like last weekend at Texas Fest down there at Lake Fork, or two weekends ago. It, knowing what those guys already had coming into weigh-in, it kind of was like, oh, usually you know you turn it, you tune in online and watch the weigh-ins, and it's just like, oh man. He's got a big bag today, but nobody really knows what it is, so it's that excitement. But Right. I mean, knowing that, okay, he's got 35 pounds, you know, here comes the last two anglers. It's like, well, all this hoopla stuff. It's just like, yep. okay, get him through there so the guy gets crowned. And But, yeah, it, it, there's something about that way in, just that anticipation and just the not knowing. Yep. That's that's the thing about MLF. I think it's it's cool to watch guys, um, you know, catch a bunch of fish. You know, they're, they're showing you techniques that – you know, maybe you don't not don't know. You're learning about the sport, but the the excitement just for me isn't there like it is for bass. And maybe it's just because it's a new thing. Um, but like I remember the first event this year when Jordan Lee won it. Mm-hmm. He had won, and his name was at the top of the leaderboard. And he need, he's like, "Did I win?" Yeah. And the marshal was like, "Yeah, you won." And he goes, "Oh, okay. awesome!" But there's nobody there to celebrate. It's just right. him and his marshal in the boat in the middle of the lake, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like give me a high five. Yeah, Jim. I mean, it was cool. You know, he won 100 grand, and and it's awesome. But there's just no excitement. Yeah. And then they do like a weigh-in slash talk to the anglers at the end of the tournament. But if you look in the crowd, there's like nobody there. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think, like you, like I said, I think it's good for the sport, but. They're going to have to change a few things up, I think, in order to keep people's interest. Uh, maybe, maybe at the last day, don't put a score tracker up there. Right. Make it, make right. it like. Yeah, that's a good idea. Make it, you know, so it's an excitement thing at the end of the day. Well, who's going to actually win, you know, or you know that kind of thing. I, I think that would be better. Um, you keep talking like that, they might call you up and get you in on the marketing <laughs> yeah. team there. <laughs> Wouldn't be a bad gig. No, I was going to say that. So a- after you've been to the classic, you've been to the mecca, you've you know you fished at the highest level i believe possible and and i and obviously you didn't win it does that you know did did you take it more easy on yourself after that like you know what i've been there done that or or the fact that you finished 45th i mean you you didn't get last i mean you 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 went there or whatever does that i mean does it does it spark more of a fire in you like oh, you yeah. know what this like 
Because, uh, I mean, you got to know. I mean, you can have your day next no, time and, and just. Exactly, yeah. I mean, like I said, it was great to qualify for it, and I, but doing it once, like, it just, I want to be there again so bad. Like, and you it got makes, the bugs worked yeah, out now. Yeah, like, you know, now yeah. you're going to be over, yeah. and there's still going to be nerves, don't get me wrong. But, oh, I mean, yeah. you've been there, you've seen it, you know what to expect yeah. this time. and. But, you know, I, I still enjoy fishing the smaller tournaments, too. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to get to the Classic and to fish that was, was unbelievable. But sometimes there's a little more pressure maybe on my sub because, hey, you've already made it there. But, like, I don't, you know, I, I want to get there again. But, you know, I, I just don't want to put too much pressure on myself. Like, you hey, you've already done it, but, and you can do it again. But at the same time, it's really tough to get there. Um, and I know I can do it again someday. It's just a process. It takes time. Uh, a lot of people don't realize, well, that kid made the classic. Well, he hasn't been doing good in tournaments lately. Well, yeah, everybody's going to have that right. that time. Yep. And it, right. you know, that's that. You know, you got a lot of people out there that are saying that type of stuff. But and you're I can't always going to have the haters. Yeah, and and you could, always, you could yeah. clean clean sweep it the rest of the year. You yeah, know, yeah. You, you never, never know. know. Um, you know, fishing's one of them sports where, you know, everything's got to line up in your favor you gotta you gotta put your you gotta put the time in on the water you gotta you gotta work hard you gotta make sure your tackles all prep properly you gotta make sure that you know your boat everything in your boat is is in line like there's so many variables that can happen in a tournament you know that can either make or break it it's it's one of them things but uh yeah i mean that's i just want to make it back so bad and and it pushes me a lot harder deep down for myself because like in order to make that, I gotta work hard. I gotta make sure I'm putting in as much time in the water as I can. I gotta make sure my tackle's, you know, pristine. I everything matters when it comes to fishing, um, and that's what I think. You know, the bigger guys, you know, the big names that they're doing it the best is because they're just that that much better at it um, than you know a lot of guys that are trying right. to get there. Um, no shortcuts. No know. shortcuts, not at all. Because yeah, you, I mean, you're trying to make a career out of it, and you want to be consistent. And you know, mm-hmm. somebody could pull up and get lucky one day and beat somebody, but then the rest of the days, you could, like me, I could pull up there and be like, one day I could catch five five pounders, and oh, okay. But I mean, to do that consistently right. throughout the years, you know, and always finish high in the tournaments right. and get that, I suppose is. You can't have the Ricky Bobby mentality of going out, <laughs> win or lose. I mean, I'm gonna, you know, yeah, you're going to win it or you're going to lose it. But, yep. uh, what's, uh, when when times get tough, what's your go-to bait? Um, You know, a Senko is, is just an unbelievable bait, whether it's Texas rigging it, flipping. I like to do that a lot. A lot of guys kind of don't do it a whole lot. From, my, from what I know, a lot of guys are wacky rigging, and I love wacky rigging. It's an awesome bait, but, you know, Texas rig Senko is an awesome bait too. Um and you know I, I sponsor my missile baits i think they have some awesome baits um but a strike king menace scrub you know is one of my all-time i mean you can throw it on a trailer you can yep. texas rig it you can drag it on a carolina rig there's so many different ways um i'm a flipper i'm a solid plastic guy um but if i'm not doing that i'm throwing a swim jig or some sort of jig i'm i just love that you know feel the bite set the hook type deal um don't get me wrong i love top water love crankbaits spinner baits i love all that but I would, if I would say, you know, probably flipping and jigs are my. That's where your confidence is. Yeah, that's my confidence. Definitely. Yep. Well, I don't know. What yeah. a, besides, besides fishing, you know, to take a break from the lake. What other things do you like to do? 
Man, I love to hunt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, well, you're in the right area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're, you're in the right company. Suck. No, yeah. this. And you're in the right company for that. Yeah, and this is a, a cool area, too, because my favorite type of hunting is pheasant hunting. Is it? Yeah. Well, we got to uh, get you over here pheasant hunting I know. sometime. When I'm out there fishing today, I could hear birds. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. I'm just like, man, I got two visas at home. I got pointers. Do you? Um, my dad's got two visas and a golden. So we got five hunting dogs. One's too old to hunt anymore, but. Uh, we get to South Dakota a couple times a year, out uh, bird hunting. Um, I do a lot of deer hunting too. We got 80 acres back home um, in Delhi, Iowa, and and I love to late season muzzleload there and shotgun and bow hunt. So I kind of do it all. Um, anything outdoors, I'm in. Yeah, all yeah. in. Matt said you wrestle in college. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yep. You Dubuque does Dubuque have a high school? Uh, yeah. Or is it is there multiple high schools? Yeah, in there's Dubuque? there's three high schools, uh, two public and one Catholic. I went to the Catholic one, Wallard High School. Um, wrestled there all four years. Um, did pretty good. I qualified for state three times. Uh, placed my uh, junior year, and then uh, decided to move on to college. I went to Loris College, which is in Dubuque as well. Okay. Um, but both my parents went there. It's a great school. I got a marketing degree from there, and uh, decided to wrestle and, and got a just got along with the coach, got along with a lot of teammates, and uh, became I was like double overtime for making it to nationals one year, and uh, it was actually my last match of my ever career because then I made the classic and I said, you know what, I'm I'm done with wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Focus on fishing the rest of my life. So. So you're a naturally competitive guy. Oh yeah. So I think. I mean. I that's think, <laughs> that's what it is 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 the competing i don't right. get me wrong i love to go out and fish but pre-fishing honestly sucks yeah. because i just want to go <laughs> tournament yeah. fishing i want to compete against guys um when you got to be mentally tough to wrestle and you know when times get tough in a fishing deal i mean you got yeah, you got to be able to yeah. yeah i think it's a little bit of an advantage i got um just because i've been there a lot with you know i've had to cut weight a lot in high school you know i was cutting 20 25 pounds a week just to try to make weight um, so that was something that, you know, I had to become mentally tough. And, and the fishing thing is mentally tough, too, but it's a different type of tough. Like, it's a physical tough versus a, you know, mental try to figure out the fish, what are they doing, how can I be better, you know, what are they biting, where are they going to be type of type of tough. So, right. But it's definitely still, you know, something where it's helped me out throughout the years, being a wrestler, being competitive. I played football in high school, too, so... Um, I've always been into sports and been competitive, so I think, you know, that's something that also drives me. And it kind of gives you that confidence. So, like, when you do go out there, I mean, if you think you're going to lose before you ever go out on that mat, yep. well, you're going to lose. Well, yep. same way out here. If you don't think you're going to – if you're not thinking you have a chance to win a tournament exactly. or do well in a tournament, I mean, you're behind the eight ball right there. Yeah. Ramsey. So. Ramsey's in. I'm out. i got a bloody nose. Bloody nose. Uh-oh. <laughs> Tapping him in. So – as far okay, so wrestling and everything, you and Polnick, who wins in a wrestling match? Because oh, he's a big wrestler too, right? <laughs> yeah, he is, and that's that's cool too. Uh, you know, during the whole classic week, we kind of figured out, hey, we we're wrestlers, you yeah. know, and, and so we get, had several conversations. And uh, I don't know, I don't really know his background <laughs> in wrestling. I'm sure he'd be a tough competitor, but I'd like to give it a try. Yeah, sometime. That, that little that little common bond in there. Yeah, I'm a little out of shape now. I, I still work out a little bit, but uh, no. I was, Russell shape's totally different than fish shape. <laughs> so, like, a typical, you're going down to a tournament, what does kind of a week look like going down there, getting prepared for one of the Opens? Yeah, one of the Opens, um, so I got four a year, um, so I, I definitely focus on those more than any other tournament. Don't right. get me wrong, I, you know, I spend my time, I focus on other tournaments, but when it comes to the Opens, you know, there's they're the, 
the, you know, the highlight of the seasons. Uh, so usually I get a week of practice in. So I drive down, let's say tournament, uh, it would be Friday, Saturday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'll drive down the week that Tuesday or whatever before, Four. make sure I get a full day of driving or two in, depending on where it's at. Um, make sure the boat's ready to go. I'll check in the hotel that night, get up early in the morning. I'm hitting the water every day from basically dark to dark and try to figure something out. Um, and then it's a guaranteed two days for everybody, but it's a three-day tournament. You have to make the top top uh, 12 to fish final day. Yep. Uh, had one top 12 last year in the Arkansas River. That was pretty cool. Uh, missed it by a couple ounces a couple couple other times, okay. which sucks, but it's part of fishing. Yep. So. Puts you right up there. Yep. Um, so you usually stay like in a hotel? You ever have to stay in the truck? Uh, sometimes I do. Um, the the problem with staying in the truck for that long is I need a place to shower. Oh, yeah. I want to make sure I get enough sleep. And I, I pack true. too much crap. I can't. Yeah, yeah, we I all don't do. have a whole lot of room in my truck. But uh, I try to, you know, uh, me and a couple buddies get a place to stay. Like last time at uh, a Smith, like we had six guys and do a small cabin. Right. It was like 10 bucks a night per guy. Yeah. So it was, oh, you yeah. couldn't beat that. You tra- had, Do you have a group of guys that you travel with? Yeah, I do. This year... Um, uh, is actually the first time I've had. Normally, I was going by myself, or I'd, I'd meet up a couple guys down there just for a few nights or whatever. But yeah, I got a couple buddies from back home. Uh, we got one guy from Wisconsin, one guy from Louisiana, one guy, two guys from Iowa. So we kind of <laughs> got a bunch of guys who kind of come together and, mm-hmm. and hang out. And uh, you know, we don't do a lot of hanging out because we're all fishing all day long. Right. But we'll come back at night, have a beer or two, and chit chat, and uh, hit it again the next morning. But yeah, it's good to have guys on the on the road with you to, you know, talk and oh, for sure. you know, maybe get a little help in, here and there. But uh, yeah, it, it's definitely lonely when you're by yourself for a week or two straight. But you know, that's part of the game, and that's what I'm willing to do. So and sometimes it just gets you a little bit more focused. That's nothing right. else to do, so that's then right. might as well go out there and fish. Exactly. And do you spend a lot of your time in practice fishing, or do you spend more of it driving around and trying to mark? You fish know, or structure or something like that. Everybody has their different way of they, what they want to do when it comes to pre-fishing. I want to gain as much confidence as possible. So if I'm in an area and I'm catching them or having multiple decent bites, it's better for me to know that they're there. Like I know a lot of guys, they drive around and mark stuff, um, and maybe I'm just not at that level yet. I just feel like I want to know what's there um, in order to have the confidence to go catch them again or produce you know reproduce another pattern or whatever it may be um so that's the thing is you know i'll, I'll catch you know one or two keepers in an area and maybe bend my hook see if i can get another yeah, bite or two if you do that. and uh just to know hey there's there's several fish here right make sure you're coming here in the tournament you know that type of deal um you know i just don't have the comments to hey i'm gonna that looks good on a graph i'm gonna mark it because who knows? Yeah. They could be stacked, or you could fish here for three hours and not get a bite. You're just wasting time. Yeah. So I like to try to cover as much water, find as many areas as I'm getting bitten as possible, and then you know, I try to find an area where maybe I can go catch a limit um, for for fillers. But you know, I'm obviously looking for them bigger fish too, because um, I've had so many tournaments where I needed one more two pounder, yeah. and I would have done that much better. And and you know, everybody's like, well, you need to find your five best fish. Yeah, that's true. No doubt, because you're never going to win a tournament, you know, with, with five little ones. But you do sometimes need those spots where you can pull up and catch a two- or three-pounder at the end of the day or something. So, you know, I like to try to find those type areas and, and bigger fish areas. But 
I, I just try to cover as much water as possible. So, a question I was going to ask you, when you're not fishing an open, you're not fishing a tournament, what's a species you like to go out on the lake on a fun day to go target? Just bass. Just bass. <laughs> I'm a bass period. I'm a bass period. I, man, a lot of guys, you know, we don't have deep sea fishing here, but a lot of guys I know, I have a lot of friends from Louisiana, they go deep sea fishing, which I think I get into, you know, maybe it's speckled trout or snook or bullheads. He's, oh, yeah. he's from Texas. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> But, um, no, nothing trips my trigger like bass. I, I could care less about walleye or pike or bluegill panthers. I, I really don't care. Don't get me wrong, a pike pike and walleye are fun to catch, but I'm not going to go target them. Right. I'm just going to strictly Always fish for bass. bass. Yep. Yeah, it's probably hard to do some of the techniques for walleyes and stuff like that, too, out of, yep. your, out of your boat. How yep. it's set up. I mean, you catch in the same way, but, um, yeah. You, some of your sponsors go ahead mm -hmm. plug all them guys yeah so um yeah i got a lot of good companies uh backing me um i got a few new ones this year um my first and foremost fims manufacturing they make uh ar-15s so they they just got into the market a couple years ago um great guy great owner great company and they make a great rifle they really do um they're manufactured very well but they're, they're pricey, no doubt, but they're worth the money. Uh, if anybody's into guns, weapons, uh, ARs, that's definitely someone to check out. Um, a lot of other companies, RSM, Fastcore, Dickinson Associates, um, a lot of local companies, you know, uh, that are helping me out. Uh, Mossy Oak Fishing, um, Team Rain Shadow, uh, Hawkeye Custom Rods are my rods that I'm using. Um, they're all custom rods, so everything I use is built the way I want it to the specs I want it, it's balanced the way I want it. I use Abu Garcia reels, um, missile baits, um, exceptional dentistry, another local uh, shop back home. Um, there's there's just a lot of uh, great companies that are supporting me this year. So Yeah, it definitely takes a lot of that. And Casey's support. General Stores too. Casey's can't General forget, Stores. Can't, can't forget their pizza. We always, oh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> you get in, you yep. throw some coupons this way. I mean, we never shy away from Casey's Pizza. Yep. Um, you probably like maybe one final thing do you have any advice for like younger fishermen getting into it since it's so popular i mean mm -hmm. you're still young it's not like but you've been at it for a while yep um some advice on i don't know just getting started or with sponsorships get, yeah if they're trying to get a sponsorship yeah um as far as the fishing goes obviously you've heard it a million times to spend as much time on the water um but also fish as many different bodies of water like I like to come to a lake like this, you know, just instead of fishing the river every weekend, I want to come to another body of water to try to learn, try to learn maybe different technique or, or different areas, and maybe I'll have a tournament come here in the past that I need to know. Um, so learning that. But also, you know, I go on YouTube all the time, watch videos, you know, fishing techniques. There's, there's so many techniques every year that come out, like, that you can learn from. Um, you know any any sort of that you know Bassmaster magazine there's so many great articles in there um so anything fishing related yeah I, you know spend time in the water make sure you're trying to learn as much as possible um but as far as sponsorships um make sure you a lot of guys say go get a degree i mean it's yeah. you need to in today's world um go pursue something maybe if, if fishing's not a thing maybe you'll you'll find something else that you might like but if you are 100% into fishing, you got to be 100% committed. Can't, you know, half-ass it is what I would say. You know, you can't, can't be going. Oh, I guess I'll fish this week, and I'm not going to fish next week. And the weather's too bad, or, you know, I I got too much, you know, 
what other stuff to do. You know, if you're going to make a go at it, you got to keep pushing yourself. Um, and, you know, be marketable. Be, be nice to people. I mean, that's, that's a huge thing. You, there's so many guys that I've seen in this industry that, I don't know how they get sponsors because they're just mean, simple, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, there's crazy. some. Yeah, there's um, some of them grumpy ones out there. It's just like. And I don't Oof. care if there's people that you don't like. You don't have to like them. You just got to be nice to right. them because they could eventually help you out in the long run. Never, you never know, you know. Um, but yeah, just just always be friendly to people, um, and try to just be marketable. Obviously, social media is huge. You know, I, I still got to get better at it myself, um, but. Always be nice. Yeah. That's what I would say. Well, you know, we really appreciate you. I reached out to you on Instagram and asked. I saw that you were going to be in the area and thought, hey, maybe we could get him on as a guest on the podcast. So we really appreciate you taking time out of your practice to come and sit down here with us. Uh, it's not a problem. I appreciate you guys asking me. I, I like to do stuff like this and, and meet new people and, and, you know, put my information. If anybody wants to learn one thing from me or whatever, I think it's, it's a plus. So uh, I appreciate you guys asking me and. Maybe we can do it again sometime. Yeah, for sure. Um, good luck this weekend. Uh, definitely be checking out, looking for him in the future. He's going to make waves in the opens. We're, we're going to see him on the Elite Series someday. <laughs> I know it. I hope. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks again. We appreciate it. Uh, everybody out there, thanks for listening and thanks for watching. Thank you. Don't hit the wrong button, button. Ramsey.